The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. Welcome to Co-Parenting with the Universe. This is Muriel Fellows, your host. And today, this is kind of a part two to share with you things and mostly energetical drainers today that will affect your parenting in a negative way. Because we're still talking um, about spring cleaning, inner spring cleaning. We have the workshop coming on this Saturday, March 26, 2022, if you're listening to that later. And it's going to be at 10, 10 a.m. Pacific time. And I just wanted to share with you things that I'm going to be talking about in the workshop. But, of course, we'll go way deeper and we'll work with tapping. But I still wanted you to be able to apply what I shared last week and what I'm, what I'm going to share this week to bring your parenting to a higher vibration. Because the higher we vibrate, um, the better things are going. As you know, when we are feeling great, we emote higher vibration emotions and we align and attract better things, people, solutions, whatever you want in your life. And that's why I personally do that myself and I also uh, take my client through that once a year to at least at least once a year to do an inner spring cleaning, an assessment of what and where is your energy going down, especially relating to your parenting and shifting, letting go or replacing anything that is bringing your vibration down and your emotional state down, your physical energy down, etc., etc., etc. So let's take a deep breath together before I even start to bring more oxygen into our blood and bring our vibration higher. So inhale, great energy. And let go of whatever is in the way. Two more times. Inhale, life force energy. And let go of the opposite. And one last time. Inhale. Beautiful, yummy energy. And let go of a dark black cloud. So now you should be more alive. You should feel more alive. And I, I'm going to remove that word should. 
<laughs> this is one of the words that I always say should not be, cannot be, in our vocabulary because it is so heavy and it's it's. Uh, we shouldn't do anything. First of all, we choose everything, even when it's an unconscious choice. So let's let go of that word and let's catch ourselves. And I'm doing that work too. I'm like with you in the same bucket, um, improving and skimming to let go of what is not serving. So back to our topic. The first category of things that I would like to share today are everyday activities, um, way of doing things that we don't necessarily look at, but that can affect our level of energy, our level of positivity as a parent, and even our unconscious um, movie that is running behind the scenes, which is either going to support us or go against us. And I'm currently reading a book because I'm being um, certified in clinical tapping and it's a healing relationship. I just can't find, let me see, I, I, uh, I have the book here. Creating Healing Relationships, that's a book for healers, and it's part of the curriculum of the certification um, to have really clean and, and um, relationships with our clients that are aligned with integrity. Uh, we, we go into every aspect, the legal aspect, the responsibility aspect of a healer, because as a coach, I'm also a healer. I help people heal. I facilitate their healing. I, I give you a space, a sacred space where I hold your hand to look at what you may be afraid or uncomfortable to look at when you're alone. And, and frankly, we are blind to ourselves. So we all need people to reflect what we need to let go of. That's why I always have coaches as a coach myself. And maybe you are friends or maybe you want to work with me. By the way, I always talk about my membership and I'm going to remind you about it uh, because that's where we're going to have the workshop on Saturday. But I also take clients one-on-one. -on -one. I, I don't have a lot of time to do that, but I do that because I love working with people one-on-one. -on -one. My clientele is mostly moms lately, but I also have men. And, and people who come for other things like relationships, because, you know, I've been coaching on relationships for years before I shifted to um, specialize in moms, with, mostly with teens, but other moms with also younger kids. So that book, Creating Healing Relationships, uh, the subtitle is Professional Standards for Energy Therapy Practitioners, and it's from Dorothea Hover-Kramer. And as I was reading um, the book yesterday, I came across a section where they talk about burnout for healers, for people who work with other people. And I thought I saw there was some kind of assessment 
And I thought that some could be beneficial for you to also ask yourself about and maybe remove from your life or shift the way you do things. For example, are you frequently frequently rushing or having to rush from one place to another or rushing from one activity to another? That's something that you may want to look at and revisit because although we only have 24 hours a day and we have that many things to do, there may be some stuff that you're doing that you can let go of. There may be sometimes an aspect of you being a little bit of a people pleaser and saying yes to things where you it would be more beneficial for you. I almost said you should. I don't know if you heard that. I called myself. Where it would be more beneficial for you to say no. And if you have, if you are having a hard time with saying no, visit my, my uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, if you look for Muriel Felous or Co-Parenting with the Universe, you'll find it. Or you can also access it through my website, coparentingwiththeuniverse.com. Because... I have a specific tapping video to help you say no with more ease. That's something that I can't stress enough because, frankly, I haven't met yet. Maybe they are out there, but I didn't meet them. People, women especially, who have learned the value of no as a, as a, as a kid. Uh, we mostly have been taught to not say no, especially when we were two years old, and especially told that we should, we had to um, do what we were told to do without uh, resistance. And later on, when we grow, um, the role of a mother is also in society a very unflexible one. Sometimes I was just being interviewed yesterday and we talked about mom guilt which will come back over and over because this is really, really, really a problem that I see every time I coach a mom. And that I see in, my, in myself sometimes, less and less now because I've been working on that for years, but still. So saying no hasn't been taught to us. As moms, we're supposed to put everyone first. We're supposed to think about ourselves later. And that notion of self-care for sure hasn't been taught. And saying no is a part of self-care. Disappointing people is a part of self-care. And until you can kind of get comfortable with the feeling of guilt that is surfacing when you say no. Because you sometimes you start saying it. Sometimes you, you work on that. You want to say it more often. But then you are flooded with guilt and you, you give in. So the first stage is to start saying it and start being comfortable with the uncomfortable feeling of guilt, if that makes sense. And for that, tapping emotional freedom technique will help you deactivate your triggers at a nervous system level, at a brain level. So if, if that's you, go visit... Uh, my YouTube channel and, and really practice with that video. You may do it as many times as you need when you have to make a decision, when you're going to have a conversation where you say 
you know you're going to have to say no and you have a hard time with it because let's say a family member wants you to do something or you are invited somewhere to a wedding or something where you don't want to go and you want to really be able to say no or even to your teens. Some moms have a hard time saying no. Others, it's kind of an automatic response, which is also not good. And I'll do a show about that. But that's an excellent practice. So frequently rushing from one thing to another, from one place to another, is negatively affecting your parenting. And this is something you may want to let go of or, or minimize. And maybe you need to put things on paper to get to a strategy. Another thing, having expectations for yourself that are too high. For example, expecting to succeed everywhere at everything you do in your life. That's not realistic. Or expecting, like we talked about it in a tapping video that I just released about 10 days ago, expecting that when you tell your kids something once, it's going to be understood and integrated for the rest of their life. That doesn't work this way. You're going to have to repeat it over and over and over. And as it is, if you were in my audience in my previous podcast, you know that every time I pick a topic, life in its very wise way is bringing events, situations and challenges in my life that resonate with that topic. And that also comes from my reticular activating system. I'm conscious of that and from the energy that I emote, of course. So as I recorded a, a tapping video about our teen doing something again when we thought it was a done matter, a settled thing that we put a check mark on, at on our list, my son is having very strong difficulties getting up for school. And we were past that. It's just coming back again. And as I was getting super irritated the other day because I was like, come on, uh, he now turned 18, but he's still going to school because he had to stay back into a class because he didn't have the language here when we moved here recently. I was like, you, you should be, and see that should, see how it's in our way. You should be getting up by yourself now. You are at an age where you're an adult. And I was ruminating in my own mind, why do I have to go through that again? It, it shouldn't be that way. Uh, that's not normal. I'm so fed up with that. And then I caught myself and I was like, Muriel, you, you just did a video about that. So I started tapping on it because you can do the same thing. I had to wake him up. You can do the same thing without irritation. And not even talking about your kids' reaction and the impact you have on them, you will have a much more pleasant day because you won't start your day with nerves in the morning. So, what are your expectations? Are they too high? Maybe you need to lower them. I know that my friends and everybody's always telling me that my standards are 
too high. And maybe in certain areas, I look at it and I agree with them. In others, I know that I have a big vision. I want to create a movement for moms, for women. I want to create my ideal life, whatever that word means at any time of my life, because it evolves. And I must have some high standards Sometimes, for example, when it's time to record an episode, I will stay record and record the episode and I won't go for cocktails or something. Or There are things that need to be done. There is no, although I believe in magic and energy, there are things that need to be done. And they're not going to do themselves. So look at your expectations, your standards, and see where you are, see even area by area, your parenting, and even within your parenting, what categories, school, uh, housework, uh, the quality of your relationship with your kid and how much time you spend with them, the quality of the meals that uh, you guys have, without perfectionism. And see if there are areas where you could lower the expectation from yourself of what you expect from yourself, what you expect from them and from life and see if it is realistic, if it is sustainable. For example, food. I don't like my kids eating junk food. I try, I'm going to say maybe 75% of the time or 80% to be healthy on what I serve them. But sometimes I don't have time, I have projects and we're going to go for a hamburger and some french fries once in a while. Or, or yesterday we went for a falafel, which is very good. Not Maybe not as bad as french fries, but not the best either. So look at that too. And another thing, how critical are you of yourself? Are you constantly entertaining some negative self-talk. That is, if there is only one thing you need to look at, if there is only one thing you would commit to change, it is that. Because that will drain your energy, that will make you feel as a failure, that will ruin your day. Major, 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 major. Another thing I want to mention is multitasking. First of all, if you look at the science, there is no such thing. It does not exist. The brain cannot focus on two things at one time. We may be able to switch super fast, but we're not multitasking. So let's remove that fantasy, that, that uh, myth from our mind. If you're doing too many things at one time, it is an energy drainer. And it doesn't even make you save time because you're not concentrating on what you're doing and Think about instances when you put your keys somewhere and because you were doing something at the same time, you don't remember where. Or you knew you were supposed to do something and you can't remember what it is because you, as you were thinking about it, about it, maybe you didn't take time to write it down or you were doing too many things at one time. That will upgrade your stress level. And stress... It's another subject that is draining your energy, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. 
So where do you have stress in your life and what can you do to lower that stress? And I cannot stress enough, <laughs> sorry for the screaming, but tapping. Tapping is first a stress relief technique. And if you don't know what tapping is, get in contact with me, join my Facebook group, Co-Parenting with the Universe, and come, let's tap together. That's very simple. It looks a little bit funny. Sometimes we look a little bit like chimpanzees tapping on our head, but it, it is now backed up by science by hundreds of studies, and it is extremely efficient at lowering the stress. We are now even using it with the veterans, with the army, the U.S. Army, the U.S. military, sorry, uh, approved tapping for veterans for PTSD. So that tells you a lot. So those were the things in category one, activities, ways of doing things that I wanted to mention today. Now let's go to energetical things that will drain your energy and, and lower your positivity in your parenting and, and bring more negative parameters to your parenting. Something that people don't, when we talk about inner spring, inner spring, when people, uh, inner spring cleaning, sorry, when people clean their house for spring, they let go and they uh, donate many things. But sometimes there are stuff that we don't want to let go of because it's linked to our past. And sometimes those are not positive associations. So you may pass in front of, of a piece, an item in your, in your house, and every time you pass next to it, you consciously don't realize, but unconsciously you are reminded maybe of a negative event that is linked to that object. That will drain your energy. Uh, I told that story of one of my clients once we were working on relationships with a member of her family and relationships with people in general who, who were crossing her boundaries because she was a, having a hard time setting boundaries and really taking her claws out because she was very spiritual and very peace and love. And I'm all for that, but I'm also all for setting your space and not letting people cross your boundaries because nobody will benefit from that. That's not called love and peace. That's called either being codependent or, or not having learned to set boundaries, uh, maybe not loving yourself enough and wanting the approval of others, etc., etc. So we were working on that, and I was guiding her into a meditation to where... I was inviting energies and I had her set her energetic territory, her, the end of her energetic field as a very definite area. And as we were in deep meditation and as we were doing affirmations, we affirmed that anything that crosses that boundary is going to be literally disintegrated. And of course, that's an image, but the brain responds really well to images and energy re responds to intention. Well, that was amazing. A week later, her house caught on fire. So talk about disintegration. 
and two-thirds of her belongings burnt. She is a woman who, woman, woman who went through two major traumas in her life. I'm talking major things that you see in movies. So I told her maybe some objects were unconsciously linked to those events and reminding you on an unconscious, unconscious level every time you saw them about that event where your life was in danger. So that's the kind of things that I'm talking about. Are there any objects, any, I don't know, even books? I Before I moved, a year before, I let go of many of my books because I buy books. I'm, I'm getting very excited when books come out. And then they are in my uh, in my li in my uh, library in my on my shelf, and I don't have time to read them. So every time I pass my library, I pass my shelf. I'm being reminded that I don't have enough time in my life, and that I feel like a failure because I didn't read those books that I intended on reading. So I took all the books that I hadn't read and that I knew I wouldn't have time to read in the next future. And I gave them away. And as I gave them away, there was a part of me that was like, but you paid for those. I also affirmed that I'm giving them away to someone who will benefit from them better than me now, and that I will have the abundance to buy them again. So anything that you do, especially when you clean when you clean in, inward or when you clean outward, attach an intention to it. I promise you, the universe listens. And it, you will feel empowered instead of scared because you gave something that you paid for, for example. So what object or thing in your life is draining your energy. I gave you the example of my things. I gave you the example of that lady's things. Some women have stuff. When I divorced, I kept uh, some of the furniture. And then at one point, I was like, no, that reminds me of the divorce and of everything that was so hurtful, everything that went wrong on my side, on, on the other side. I, I, gave, I gave the table away, the, the living room table and the TV stand and all kinds of stuff. And I, to tell you the truth, they were expensive. So when I divorced, I was less abundant than now. So I just buy, bought Ikea. Ikea furniture. And I loved it. <coughs> Sorry. <clears throat> so what can you do in your house to clear and raise the vibe? Another thing, if we are talking about energy, if you have argument in a place, let's say in the living room, over and over and over with your teen or with someone, you want to clear the space because that, that energy will, will stay, will linger, and you will feel it, especially if you are a very sensitive person. And I'm going to do also a show about us sensitive mothers because there are many things I just... I'm being affected by many things around me because I'm so sensitive. And in the past, I was like, oh my God, that's not right. I should toughen up. That's not, I can't function like this. But now, of course, 
I need to live in the world. I don't want to live as a hermit. But there are things that I don't want to be exposed to because it drains my energy. And I, I, I don't have to be exposed to. So we'll talk about that too in the future. But if you are in a room where there were a lot of conflicts or let's say that's the room where your teen is doing their homework and you always have to fight with them about that, you want to clear the space. So I'm going to give you three ways, four ways to clear the space. And by the way, there is a lady called Denise, Denise Lynn, Denise Lynn, who wrote a book called Space Clearing. She's a, a, she's a specialist of that, and I love her things. So if you want to read a good book about that. So one way to clear the space, and I'm sure you know about that, is smudging with sage. A lot of people know about that. You go buy some organic sage at Whole Foods or wherever you are, and you just take a bowl and you light the thing so that the smoke and you pass into the house, in the corners, around the wall, the walls, with intention, crucial energy response to intention, with the ball under the thing, so you make sure you don't set the house on fire, and you do room by room. Another way, you clap. Go clapping against the walls and in the corner, and you will hear, because... a, a uh, where the energy is clear, the clap is very crisp. Where the energy is kind of lower, you will hear it's less crisp. Crisp. So you can repeat that and stay in that corner until it's, it changes. That's, you don't need anything but your body for that. A third way you can do that, you take a bell. And I intended to have a bell next to me. You know what? I'll do a video about that and I'll put the link in this episode uh, but if you listen to it before the link is there, it's going to be on my YouTube channel. I'll show you. Same thing. You go into the house with a bell and it doesn't have to be a big one. I have a very small bell on my meditation in my meditation corner that I use to clear myself because what I didn't tell you is that the sound is breaking up the stagnant energy. I have a friend who does Tibetan balls and we're going to do a workshop together here locally and we're going to do meditations with the various size of balls and to correspond to chakras. We're going to do something on chakras. And she's a physical therapist and she also is trained in ancient um, techniques like that to really clear the blockages in your body. But sound will also clear the blockages and the stagnant energy in a room. So with the bell, you can take care of that. Uh, so that's one, two, three. I had a fourth one, which I forgot. Oh no, that's the fourth one. Sorry, there was, to summarize, the energy uh, draining items were the objects in your house that drain your energy that lower your vibration every time you pass next to them, every time you see them. Second, clearing the energy in the rooms with your hands. No, smudging, we said first, with sage. Then clapping, you can also clear the energy. And then a bell. 
you will clear the energy. So those are the four topics that I wanted to include in the energy category of the inner spring cleaning today. And the other category, it's more activities and ways of doing things. So I really hope it helps. Again, I'm inviting you to join us this Saturday. It's part of the membership. Right now, the membership is at $30 a month, and that's a membership that you can come in and leave anytime if if you desire or if there is something. Frankly, people don't leave when they come. And we have a community of moms just like you and like me because we are all in this together and witnessing each other's challenges and, and path will help us acknowledge. And you can hear my computer. I don't know why it's doing that. It's not far from me. Um, will help us acknowledge and see that our challenges are very common. We're not alone in that. And we're not such horrible mothers for what we think is so bad that we're doing. If you're listening to something like that, to my podcast or other podcasts on parenting, you're probably not a bad parent because you want to be a conscious, uh, positively impactful parent. And that, that means you're conscious about your parenting. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. And I mentioned in another episode that we have a book coming on. So things have changed. It will be available before Mother's Day. I'll let you know about it. And there will be a free workshop about using the law of attraction and tapping into your parenting. But I'll talk about that later as well. And I'll put a link on my website if you're interested in attending that workshop and and uh, pre-ordering the book when it will come to be on sale. I'll let you know about it. Meanwhile, go and clean inward, outward, so you can have a parenting that is where you let go of negative um, vibrations and where you can vibrate higher as a parent. Bye for now. If you like this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes and share it with other moms out there. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.